This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. The gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Well, Chris is feeling a little bit under the weather, as you'll notice when he starts talking. (laughs) So we're going to try to keep his participation in this episode at the minimum. Now, when I met up with you at the International UFO Conference, you had that, was that a nebulizer or something? Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm sorry to hear that. Can you give us briefly, though, some reactions to the event? Did you see any really interesting lectures? No, I, I was uh, too busy manning the uh, book table that I was helping David and, and Jennifer uh, run. Um, I saw a little bit of, who, who was it? I did walk in on one thing. I really wanted to see Greg Bishop, John Alexander, Erwin Strand, who was the scientist from uh, the Hesdalen Project. I must say it was uh, it was a, a fairly impressive list of of speakers this year. I think every year it's getting better. Um, of course, you had uh, I don't know Yvonne Smith won the Lifetime Achievement Award. I, I did not see her presentation. Why would she win a Lifetime Achievement Award? Um, because she's counseled abductees and contactees uh, for so long, and and I guess it was a woman's turn this year. Tom DeLong, <laughs> one investigator of the year, which <laughs> a lot of people were not very happy about that. Of course, Tom DeLong is the ex-guitarist for the punky new wave band Blink-182. You know, since he's kind of put his toe into the ufological uh, fray, he claims that there's two generals uh, in the Air Force that are helping him. Uh, expose the UFO cover-up and and, and other things. Uh, I'm not really sure what he says they're actually doing, but uh, I think the powers that be found uh, their latest dupe (laughs) and neophyte. He wasn't there at the conference. He he sent in a video acceptance uh, of his award, and at one point he said that I've read all the UFO books, so I know everything. Stop a second. He said he read all the UFO books. Yeah, I read all the UFO one. books, so I know everything. Quote, unquote. I was sitting at a table with uh, Greg Bishop, David Weatherly, John Alexander, um, who else? Uh, you know, some some pretty bright people. And uh, <laughs> we all fought at once. It was uh, terrible. I was sitting at a table with, you know, some pretty smart people. And and we all had an in, involuntary uh, synchronized guffaw. Like, we couldn't believe what we heard. And uh, I, you know, a bit of a, a titter went around the room. Not not, not big enough, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so, you know, I don't know what to make of this guy. He uh, he's obviously uh, has an immense ego. Uh, I think he's uh, he's possibly attended workshops given by the likes of Stephen Greer and possibly a um, Stephen Bassett, 
so therefore, yeah. he's a contemporary of Sean Korea. Yeah, yeah, you could kind of say that, although bad analogy. Uh, I think uh, there's a snowball's chance in hell. First of all, I, I'm surprised that two generals would even give him the time of day, let alone bring him in on some cosmic top secret information. Uh, it, it just absolutely is. Uh, it sounds ludicrous to me. And the fact that people are taking this guy seriously and actually awarding him uh, for, for doing nothing. I mean, what has he done? He's just, uh, you know, made a lot of promises saying, well, I know what's going on. And at some point I will tell you. And it's like, it's, it's so Greer like, uh, it, it's actually kind of scary. Um, so I'm, I'm not holding my, my breath and I don't think we should all be holding our collective breaths, uh, about, about this guy. He, uh, he obviously really, uh, is wet behind the ears and it's, I don't really see any, anything solid coming from it. Um, even though he was mentioned in Podesta emails and, and stuff, I, I think he's uh, surrounded himself with a lot of true believer types that uh, are so myopic. They really, they, they've lost their sense of, uh, of reality to be true, to, to be honest about this subject, at least. Unfortunately, that happens all too often. Do you think part of that is frustration though, that, you know, we really aren't making that much progress towards understanding what UFOs are. So if someone comes out there, another person, yet another individual saying, I have the answer that attracts people. Well, he's not saying he has the answer. He's saying that he is in contact with people that have the answer. And well, I, yeah, Okay, he's well connected. That goes by difference. the same thing. There's a big difference. He's not claiming to have any answers. Okay, but the guy's got some, he's got some, he's got some moxie and he's got some, a little bit of uh, cachet. I, I understand Jacques Vallée is writing the forward uh, to his new book. And Jacques Vallée is also going to be a speaker at Contact in the Desert. That's the latest rumor I've heard, uh, which is rather <laughs> disconcerting, uh, if it's true. Well, let Maybe. me look at the last Contact in the Desert yeah, thing I've got here. Now, I get these things. Yeah, I'm looking at the speaker schedule here, and I get yep. these things. Oh, a couple of times a day. I, I get. I'm on the list twice. I think. So let's yeah. just take a look here. Okay, rideshare lectures, sensational lectures. Okay, let's just take a look here at a hot panel debate. Oh, Stephen Greer, all right. Linda Melton Howe, David Wilcock. Everybody's favorite lineup. Oh, gee. Okay, so let's take a look at the speakers here, okay? Uh, looking at the speakers. I'm trying to look. It says spectacular lectures, but when I click on it, I just see the same two. Speaker, meet, and greet, okay? So let's see what speakers we could meet and greet here. It's George Norrie, so of course, everything is centered around him. It, I'm trying to look at one full list of all the speakers from this particular... Oh, here we go. I got a speakers list here. Okay, here's a speakers list. Let's take a look as we go here. We've got, by the way, Jim Mars, 
who's be joining us in a few moments and will be getting up to date on all the latest conspiracy theories. Graham Hancock, George Norrie, Dr. Stephen Greer, David Wilcock. Let me go on here. Senator Mike Gravel. Just think, a former U.S. senator has nothing to do, nothing left of his political career, so he has to go to a UFO convention. Jim Mars will be there. Jacques Vallée, Linda Moulton Howe, Whitley Strieber, Nick Pope, Michael Sala. What a combination. David Sarita, Richard Dolan, Laura Eisenhower. I'm just giving you half of this, folks. Okay? Dr. Dream. Kathleen Martin. All right. That's enough. I can't handle anymore. I'm too overwhelmed with this list. So let me yeah, just recover, you know, as I recover. Stick them all in a blender and you'll come up with one hell of a smoothie. It's like they look for everybody out there who's breathing and has some, shall we say, I won't say credibility, some no, notoriety butts, butts in the UFO the field. Chairs. And they've got them all in there. Butts in the camp chairs, Gene. The new pews of the 21st century. Camp chairs. Okay, well, I really can't wait. We'll have to see what happens. In any case, today on the Paracast, after nearly seven years, by the way, we'll be featuring Jim Mars. And, of course, when it's conspiracies, and we haven't done a lot on conspiracy theories in a while, he's one of the go-to people. You know, like Ken Thomas is another go-to person. When it comes to conspiracies, so this will be fascinating. And Chris is feeling, as you notice, a bit under the weather. So he'll try to just take it easy as we go on with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com, what makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. If you go to store.theparacast.com, stop by and take a shopping tour. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. 
Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Now's the time to refresh your home and save at Lumber Liquidator's Spring Flooring Kickoff Sale. Our stores are packed with the latest spring trends like modern waterproof wood look flooring. It's up to 34% off or choose from more than 200 styles of pre-finished hardwood from $149. Get deals on over 55 varieties of bamboo from $159. More from $0.59 cents and special financing. The Spring Flooring Kickoff Sale ends Tuesday. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you today. Honey, what is that in your CPAP mask? Oh, that's just my mold collection. Oh, gross. And what is that? What, that bacteria colony right there? Yeah, cool, huh? Okay, CPAP users, admit it. You're not always as careful about cleaning your system as you should be. Unfortunately, a dirty mask and hose can make you sick. Respiratory infections, allergy attacks, and more. But now there's an easy way to protect yourself. SoClean.com has released the world's first and only automated CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. It kills 99.9% of CPAP germs in minutes. For a limited time, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. Just call 1-800-944-1065. SoClean is hands-free. Just pop in your mask, close the lid, and presto, your CPAP comes out clean and fresh in minutes. Don't let germs wreak havoc on your health. Call in the next 10 minutes for your risk-free trial. 1-800-944-1065. That's 1-800-944-1065. Have you ever wanted a shortcut to getting the underground secrets to making money online and seriously grow your business? Whether it's a new business, a part-time income, or an existing business, you have this incredible limited offer to get a copy of this Amazon best-selling book on dot-com success for free. Uncover the success factors to make your business ignite. Go to secretsignite.com. That's secretsignite.com. Get your free copy now. Go to secretsignite.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. I don't want to say that I use the three famous words with Jim Mars, get a Mac. But I did give you those words, didn't I? That's right. He's using Adele. But we won't hold that against him. We're just going to have a pleasant time here catching up with things with Gene and Chris on the Paracast. But first, let me remind you, we've got something special called After the Paracast. And to be able to hear that show, you've got to subscribe to the Paracast Plus at plus, P-L-U-S dot theparacast dot com. Jim Mars, it's actually been, what, seven years since we first had you on the show, do you remember us at all? Well, actually, of course, no. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of water under the bridge in seven years. Yeah, a lot of things have happened. The world has certainly changed a no, lot. No, that's not exactly right. Hey, Gene, I recognize your name, and I do vaguely recall that. And, uh, hey, you're making a good name for yourself, okay? So you're out there. Well, that's good to be out there. By the way, on GCN... We are among the top seven streams. Cool. Okay. Yeah, so somebody's listening to us, I guess. 
And Chris actually didn't join the show till two weeks after your appearance. Oh, so he missed that delight. Well, I, of course, I heard it. Um, I went back and listened to it. I was I was a listener, um, a fan of the show at the time. How did you transfer from being a listener to a participant? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, somebody just asked me that recently. Um, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, the listeners really liked, liked it when I was on uh, the show as a guest. And then they had me back on. And then I got invited to do some guest hosting. And after about six months, I was the only one left. <laughs> so it was almost <laughs> by default. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, well, you know, I've, I've uh, long since realized that audiences actually respond to somebody who uh, actually is saying something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting, uh, you, know, you know, now that you say it. Well, I don't really hold back. I pretty much call spades, uh, spades, and and uh, hearts, hearts. I really have no time for a lot of the uh, myopic, uh, true believers, sort of blinders uh, wearing crowd out there. Uh, people that don't do their own research that can't be bothered to really uh, get up to speed on on certain subjects, and especially in the paranormal realm and conspiracy realm and stuff. So, uh, you know, what can you do? <laughs> you know, I just tell it like it is, just like you do. Yeah, exactly. There's just so many people that they only want to listen to something that will support their views. <laughs> well, that's why you pick, for example, we don't want to get into politics except peripherally here. You pick the cable news network that seems to support your views, and you don't hear the other side of the story. And regardless of what you believe, I think you have to really widen your horizons because you know there Absolutely. are editorial decisions, and we all agree that the mainstream media... Whatever it is, the mass media, they're all owned by big corporations, and they're here not to inform you. They're here to make a profit. Absolutely. In fact, I'm to the point now to where I'll have to just admit to you that I am ashamed of my own profession, journalism. There doesn't seem to be uh, very many journalists left in this country. You know, this is very interesting because it takes us back to the conspiracy theories. And I think right. we all kind of believe the government, and most of us believe the media, and then JFK was shot. And yeah. I know for me, and I'm talking about somebody who's an old guy, and Jim, I don't know how old he is, but you know he's been around for a couple of years. Probably older than you. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to date myself, but uh, I was almost grown before there was television. <laughs> Can you imagine? No television. And it wasn't because it wasn't like we couldn't afford a television. I mean, there was no television. <laughs> I think we got our first television in about the mid fifties, fifty four, fifty five, something like that. Well, we didn't have a TV either, to be blunt, in the nineteen fifties. And I remember the nineteen fifties. We didn't have a TV set. But here's the thing, and you'll see it because, in a sense, you're almost a contemporary of me. Right after the JFK shooting and we had all the TV events and everything, and basically there was nothing on television for days. And maybe right. a year or two later, there's this New York State Assemblyman, I guess he might have been former by then, Mark Lane, is yes. doing lectures. Wait a minute, this is not working. This rifle could not have performed these deeds. And he went into all the questions. When did you start to question it? That very weekend, because I grew up in Texas, I had bolt-action rifles. I'd been deer hunting, 
And uh, I knew full well that to fire, and uh, you have to fire the gun, then you have to cock the bolt, uh, eject the empty shell, uh, throw the bolt forward to chamber a, a live round. Then you have to regain your sight picture, and then you can squeeze the trigger, and then it goes through that whole process again. So that uh, very day of the assassination, they were interviewing all these people who had been in or around DB Plaza, and uh, the, the commonality of their statements was that there had been one shot, a pause, and then two shots right on top of each other, kind of a bang, bang, bang. Okay, well, that really piqued my curiosity because I knew you cannot get a bang, bang with a bolt-action rifle. You have to cock the bolt. You have to do the whole procedure I just outlined. So it's got to go bang, bang, bang. So right off the bat, and there were people talking about shots from two different directions, at least two different directions. So I thought, well, that makes sense if there were more than one person shooting. But then, of course, they came out and they said, no, it's only Lee Harvey Oswald with his old bad Italian Mannlicher rifle from World War II up in the Scoobook Depository, and he managed to hit two out of three shots. And I'm just going, whoa, wait a minute. And so that got me going, but I, I didn't have anything to put in place because, as you just said, back then we were just coming off of World War II, and my uncles and dad all fought in the war, and, you know, we were God's gift to freedom and democracy, and we had saved the world from the Nazis and the Japanese imperialists, and, you know, God was in his heaven, and all was right with the world. And we trusted the government, and we trusted what they said. So actually, it was not until about 1972, I think, the fall of 1972, when one of the Watergate burglars finally went before the judge and says, okay, okay, I'm going to fess up. We were actually working for the committee to reelect the president, with acronym CREEP. <laughs> I always loved <laughs> yeah. Working for the CREEP. At that point, I realized Nixon had been lying through his teeth when he said he didn't know anything about all this. And that was pretty good epiphany for me because I, I finally realized that, wait a minute, wait a minute, the government, even the president of the United States has, can, and will lie to me, okay, about anything. Well. And that's when it began to kind of come together for me. By 1976, I guess, or five, I was asked to teach a course on the Kennedy assassination at the University of Texas at Arlington. And uh, I thought, well, now that's going to be interesting because, uh, you know, the big problem uh, both with um, broadcast and with uh, print media is you never quite have enough space or enough time to tell everything that you really know about a subject. Let's do a break here, Jim, and we'll get back with yeah. Jim Mars and Gene Steinberg and Chris O'Brien. You're in the Barrycast. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest-priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, Get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. 
Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. All right, guys, we're ready for our four-season sunroom, and Daddy's going to get a rec room with refreshments. Oh, no, we'll be sleeping under the stars. Mom, what about the one with, you know, the fun? Nice try, little bro. It's a gym, my gym. Hey, Grandma's getting her Four Seasons garden room, weather tight and still like being outdoors. Maybe a living room. Oh, no, wait, a family hub. Yeah! No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four Seasons Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since 1975. More reasons for Four Seasons now. To find out more, call toll-free 800-848-6333. That's 800-848-6333. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Bend Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio.
So Chris is back a little under the weather. We've got the real Jim Mars here, not the fake guy. There's no fake guy. We've got the real <laughs> guy here. And you were teaching a class here on the Kennedy assassination. How'd you swing that gig? Well, they, they came to me, actually. I had been writing some stories that appeared in the newspaper, the Star-Telegram that I worked for. The head of the department came to me and asked me if I wanted to go to lunch. And during lunch, he said, uh, you know, have you ever thought about teaching a course on the Kennedy assassination? And I said, no. And I said, but you know what? That's kind of interesting because if I, if I taught a course, maybe then I would have the time to go into all of the various details and the various bits of information that I'm aware of and that has really never been told to the public. And so I just took that on. I did that for 30 years. I finally retired in 2007 after 30 years because when I started back in the 70s, there was hardly any books. There were no TV specials. There was nothing to actually present to public. <laughs> it's a whole segment of public publishing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, and now, by now, all I've got to do is go buy a few handful of books, and you can pretty much figure out everything you need to figure out about the Kennedy assassination. And yeah. just to save you from all that reading and studying and thought, I'm just going to tell you right now, this was a palace revolt. This was a coup d'etat yeah. in this country. Just ask the Dulles brothers. <laughs> yep. And right now, most people, of course, who are concerned in it are already dead. But there are a few people right around like George Herbert Walker Bush. I was just going to I was going to ask you, Jim, about him. What about this new photograph that uh, uh, probably not new to you, but uh, several months ago, somebody uh, produced a photograph. I saw it online. It, it seemed legit. And it appears to show Poppy Bush standing at, on the stair with, of the book depository. And then there's another photograph of, of a crowd shot. And it looks like a, a teenage George W. Bush standing That's that's true. And uh, interestingly enough, I don't know about George W., but I know that uh, the senior Bush, along with uh, Richard Nixon, were uh, two of the people that were interrogated by the FBI and could not really remember where they were when Kennedy was shot, which, of course, is pretty amazing because that's uh, Kennedy assassination is one of those defining moments where oh, I even remember where I was and I was five. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, I remember where I was. Well, that's one way to have plausible deniability. I don't remember where I was, therefore I know nothing about it. By the way, exactly. let me just drop this in talking about a palace coup. We all are familiar with, I guess, someone who did work with Nixon, Roger Stone, who was currently a friend of President Trump. He says it was Johnson who did it. Yep. Obviously, for the okay. connection me, of being the person who benefits most from the death of Kennedy. Right, but that's drawing assumptions. He benefited so much he must have been involved. Let me put it this way. In a court of law, there is a category known as accessory after the fact, okay? If you murder somebody, hand me the pistol to hide, and I drive you away, I didn't kill anybody. But unless I go to the cops and turn you in, I'm an accessory after the fact. And I know in Texas, we've actually executed people who the, the record of the crime shows did not kill anybody, but they were participated. They were an accessory. And we execute them because under our legal system, if you are an accessory, you are considered just as guilty as the person who pulled the trigger. So under that legal criteria, I can tell you without any fear of contradiction that the two people who can stand guilty in the assassination of President John F. Kennedy are Lyndon B. Johnson and his next door neighbor and old buddy, J. Edgar Hoover, 
who was the FBI at the time, and the FBI. Now, why can I, can I prove that those two men orchestrated or authorized the assassination? No. But what I can prove, beyond any reasonable shadow of a doubt, is that both those men took steps to block and blunt any meaningful, truthful investigation into the assassination. This is what makes them accessories after the fact, and they are guilty under our legal standards. So there you go. And both of those men profited handsomely from the assassination. Johnson was about to be sent to jail because of some of his corrupt dealings, okay? Well, of course, once the shots are fired, Kennedy's dead, and he becomes president, they, everybody backed off, all right? And he continued to be president. Let's just pursue that for a second before we go to Hoover. All right. We've heard of him being a wheeler dealer, but where was the evidence that would create the situation of a crime there that he could be charged with? Well, because his Cliff Carter, his chief assistant, goes to uh, here's just one incident, goes to uh, John Connolly and uh, collected the clothes he was wearing. Okay, bloodied bullet holes in it, everything else. And yet, when that was turned over to the Warren Commission, that suit had been cleaned and pressed and uh, essentially destroyed as uh, forensic evidence uh, in the crime. So that's just one. The other thing is, is that uh, the uh, Kennedy's limousine, in fact, uh, you know, there at Parkland Hospital in Dallas, Secret Service agents were scrubbing down the car, replacing windows. And then Johnson ordered that the whole car be sent and be rebuilt Okay, and this was all long before any investigators could uh, could uh, look at the car and determine, you know, where bullet marks were, or trajectories, and everything else. This is this is clear destruction of evidence. In fact, both Hoover and Johnson can be demonstrated to have practiced these crimes: destruction of evidence, suppression of evidence, alteration of evidence, suppression of evidence, and intimidation of witnesses. We understand what's going on there. But the implication of what you said is before this happened, had this not taken place, Johnson could have been charged with a crime for other things. Yes. yes. In fact, I talked with a man who worked for uh, Life magazine, and uh, the weekend after, uh, the week after the, uh, that November when the assassination happened, Life magazine was all set to run a big story exposing Johnson and some of his corrupt dealings. And, of course, once the assassination happened, the guy said they scratched all that and ran with the assassination. Well, that was one way to stop the inquiry. Okay, what uh, about J. Edgar Hoover? Uh, well, J. Edgar Hoover, of course, over and above of flitting around in his tutu, you know, was so susceptible to blackmail through the mafia and everybody else because they knew about his uh, homosexuality. They knew about his... Uh, uh, gambling, and he knew about the payoffs he had and his connections with the mafia. Keep in mind that Jagger Hoover, through the 50s and early 60s, had publicly maintained there was no such thing as organized crime. The mafia didn't exist, okay? And so yet, the reason that we all became aware of that was Attorney General Robert Kennedy, uh, John Kennedy's brother, who he appointed Attorney General, and he brought Joe Valachi to Washington who spilled his guts and began to talk and tell everybody about the makeup of the mafia and where they were, what they were doing, everything else. And that's when we first became aware of the mafia. And I want to tell you, I was aware because I was already uh, on a degree uh, plan for journalism and I was keeping up with the news. But most people 
Let me let me put this in context. In 1963, most people, and certainly down here in Texas, had never heard of the mafia. We didn't even know it existed, okay? And there were never any stories about it or anything else. And most people did not know about the CIA. It was a secret organization. And I was aware of it because, again, as a journalist, I was studying and reading and delving in stuff. But most of the guy on the street really didn't even know the CIA existed. And this was uh, this explains how they were able to move through organized crime and the CIA and other alphabet agencies and get things done. And most people had no clue that it was going on. Well, you know, there's always been a rumor here about the CIA doing drug-related stuff <laughs> with organized crime. Yeah. And I'll tell our listeners, by the way, because the principal figure is no longer alive, that a relative of mine got caught up in a sting involving, he said, someone from the CIA and some organized crime people, one of whom was a lawyer who lived in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, this was, goes back to the 1970s. So there's something going on there. I'll tell you more about it in a moment. We've got Jim Mars talking about the Kennedy assassination. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors. I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. 
At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Hi there, Dick Allgaier here. I was a mainstream television news reporter for over three decades. I normally never do commercial endorsements. I am very skeptical of health supplements, but a friend of mine told me about his experience with Synergy One, so I purchased a bottle, and my wife and I have been using it for a few weeks now. I very much dislike so-called energy boosters, those little energy drinks that have caffeine and guarana and other things that make your heart race. This is not that. My experience with Synergy One has been great. My mood is better. My joints feel better. I have more vigor, more stamina, way increased productivity. My wife and I both noticed that we even dream more. So I recommend Synergy One. It's really good stuff. I'm having great results with it. Call 888-988-3325 or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorldWhey.com. Lifetime Gray's 100% grass-fed beef has the health benefits you seek. When compared to conventional beef, it offers good fats while virtually eliminating the bad. That's the result of cattle who never eat grain, ever. Rich in antioxidants, including vitamin E, C, beta-carotene, and CLA. No artificial hormones, antibiotics, or other drugs. For all our fresh, non-cooked products with only 100% grass-fed beef, go to MidasResources.com. Use voucher code GCN to get 30% off your order. MidasResources.com or find us on Facebook. Hi, this is James Fox from Chasing UFOs. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Okay, so let me give you the revelation. The relative was on this show as a expert on collectibles on the Paracast back in the days of our original co-host. And he was charged with conspiracy in the 1970s in relationship to one of these efforts somewhere in Suffolk County, New York, where they were charged with trying to use this plane to bring in drugs. And he said there was a CIA dude who was part of the team and never admitted it was drug-related at the time. I think later on he finally did. And I remember meeting a lawyer at the time who was the classic mafia lawyer who lived in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. I mean, if you look at the movies and you imagine one of these people, he was a made lawyer. He was like the quintessential made lawyer. So that's what I know about it, all right? Something happened to a relative. But let's get back on with J. Edgar Hoover and doing stuff and the inquiry by Robert Kennedy into the mafia. Well, let me uh, add to what you just said, that I, I could cite you a half dozen or more stories of people who've been set up and who have been charged with crime, sometimes sent to prison. Uh, I know I worked on a case with a uh, fellow here in Texas who sold airplanes. The DEA came to him and said, we think some of these planes are being used for smuggling drugs. Can we, uh, you know, keep tabs on them and and you can give us registration numbers and things like that? He, being a good patriotic American, he said, yeah, okay. So over the next few years, he was selling and trading airplanes sometimes to probably known drug dealers because he was told to by the DEA. 
Well, then there was a crunch. They wanted some arrest. They wanted something to do. So they turn around and charge this guy as being a a drug trafficker. And he hired a very hotshot lawyer out of West Texas who came to Dallas. And and he got in touch with me. And I was telling him all about what I knew about the drug running in the MENA, Arkansas, and, uh, you know, the CIA and et cetera. And he's getting fired up. He said, oh, yeah, this guy got set up. And then all of a sudden, though, he realized that he was up against the federal government of the United States. And he just backed off, told me to go away and ended up pleading the guy guilty. And this guy goes to prison as being a big drug smuggling kingpin, although there were, they never found any drugs on him and they never found any drug money. Can you imagine that? Quick question here. So Kennedy is investigating the mafia as the attorney general. And obviously we know that J. Edgar Hoover doesn't want that to happen. Wouldn't the easier solution would have been to quietly poison RFK? Or would that have exacerbated the situation because then his brother, the president, would figure out what's going on? That's exactly what it was. In fact, there was a quote. I think it might have been one of the mafia chieftains, Carlos Marcello. You know, they said they asked him the same thing. He said, why don't you just get rid of Bobby? He said, he said, well, when you cut off the tail of the dog, the head can still bite you. <laughs> or just throw him in a, in a 50-gallon drum like they did Johnny well, Marcello. The Kennedy assassination came about not because of any one particular cause. It was a culmination of all kinds of things that was going on. First of all, he's got the mafia mad at him because, and in a self-defense mode because because they were trying to break the back of the, the mafia in this country. And they came very close to doing it. So they're in the self-defense mode. CIA, he told the New York Times he was going to splinter it into a thousand pieces and cast it to the winds. So he's going to do away with the CIA. So they're in a self-defense mode. Uh, the military was really mad at him because when he first took office, they wanted to nuke Laos. And he said, no, we're not going to do that. And then they wanted to launch another Bay of Pigs invasion. He said, no, we're not going to do that. And then he, uh, in the Cuban Missile Crisis, he actually negotiated a deal with Khrushchev. And the deal was basically, if you'll pull your offensive missiles out of Cuba, uh, we will pull our offensive missiles out of Turkey and other NATO countries uh, ringing the Soviet Union. And so that was agreed upon. The problem was that 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 agreement, a lot of that was secret. All the public knew was that Kennedy had uh, drawn a line in the ocean, so to speak, and that told them not cross that or we'll take measures. And they did. They stopped and turned around and went back. And he was hailed as the great hero because he had uh, stopped the Soviet Union. But actually, it was just a deal. But the deal was not known to the lower echelons for a long time. And that's why right after the assassination, there was a very obvious attempt to try to blame the assassination on Castro. And they continued to do that for a number of years. And they had some vaguely tenuous connections, such as Oswald's trip to Mexico City, and he tried to go to the Cuban embassy and blah, 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 blah. But there was never anything really to that because it was a domestic operation. And also, I think it's telling that the first thing Johnson did upon getting the White House was signed a, a huge deal with Bell Helicopter, which went on to further pour gasoline on the Vietnam War. And, exactly. uh, and, and that uh, Kennedy wasn't willing to uh, to sign that big contract with uh, with Bell for all those um, Huey helicopters for the, uh, you know, for the emerging uh, concept of uh, air cavalry. 
That's exactly right. And and it would even got more expanded than that. Uh, the uh, Johnson was representing Texas and Texas. We had all these defense industries here. We had LTV, Ling Tim Vault. We had uh, Texas Instruments. We had Bell Helicopter. We had General Dynamics, uh, you know, we had the SAC base there in Fort Worth, all like that. And then, of course, the, the Brown and Root, George Brown, had put Johnson in, into office back in the 40s because they were about, they uh, had started work on a dam in South Texas and then not gotten fully federal funded. And they were out of their own pocket by about $12 million. And, and the congressman who had pushed that through for them suddenly died of a heart attack or died. They managed to get Johnson in there with the whole idea of renewing the contract and saving them their $12 million, which he did. Okay, so then he goes on. You mentioned Vietnam. In Vietnam, the uh, Cameron Bay, the the big uh, seaport there that that Brown and Root almost exclusively built, uh, a lot of money flowing. A lot of money flowing in the war industry. And, uh, you know, this is why. And Kennedy, I think, would have shut that down. Uh, you know, he was famous for saying about the Vietnamese that it's their war and they're either going to win it or lose it. And I, and there's no doubt in my mind that John Kennedy would never have allowed the introduction of ground combat troops in Vietnam. He did increase some of the advisors over there. But then in November of uh, early November 1963, right before he was assassinated, he uh, ordered that a thousand military advisors be withdrawn and began to uh, withdraw our, our people from Vietnam. And he said uh, uh, he thought that we could all be out by the end of 1965. Yeah. But of course, we never got to experience that because as soon as he was. Now, here's another interesting tidbit. You guys are going to love this. This was uh, this pullout, and he says, make no formal announcement, but begin withdrawal of 1,000 military people from Vietnam. That was uh, that was uh, issued on early November. I want to say November the 11th of uh, 63. And then, of course, on Friday, November the 22nd, he's murdered in Dallas. Less than two weeks later. (laughs) Yeah. And on Monday, following the Friday assassination, Johnson issues a National Security Action Memorandum 273, which reverses this pullout order. It says, do not drop any troops lower than the time of the DM brothers, which was at the 1st of, uh, of November. And, uh, and then he began to lay out plans for expanding the war to Laos, Cambodia, and also mentioned plausible deniability. You know, we, we might want to deny that we're really doing all of this. And that, that's what really put us on the on the Vietnam War course. Yeah. What's really fascinating is, is that from the Johnson Library in Austin, I got a copy of uh, the rough draft of Johnson's uh, Memorandum 273, and it was written on November the 21st, <laughs> the day before. Whoa. So see, oh, they, they, already, they were already shifting stuff. They knew he wasn't going to come back from Texas. That's a that's a smoking sharp sharpshooter's rifle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and another thing, too, is uh, you mentioned Brown and Root. Of course, the name, same name crops up for the Gulf War. Uh, here, here we have, you know, Desert Storm or Operation Iraqi Liberation, which I think was the initial name for, for uh, W's uh, foray into uh, uh, the three trillion dollar foray into uh, the Middle East. Uh, of course, uh, the acronym OIL uh, wasn't immediately identified, and when it was, <laughs> they changed it to Operation Iraqi Freedom. But well, yeah, KBR, right. uh, 
uh, uh, made how many billions of dollars um, off of uh, off of uh, the uh, the Gulf War? Uh, I, I forget the number. It's uh, it's real high. Yeah, it's up around a half a trillion dollars. I find that uh, Brown and Root has now been rolled into, and it's now part of Halliburton. Yeah, KBR. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Dick Cheney, of course, uh, you know, was the architect of uh, of all that. But here we are talking politics. <laughs> we'll have more of this excitement on the other side with Gene, Chris, and Jim Mars. You're in Terrorcast. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. Now there's a proven powerful anti inflammatory that absorbs 40 times better. Yes, Nano Curcumin Plus from One Planet Nutrition contains smaller particle size that allows absorption over 40 times better into your bloodstream. Nano Curcumin Plus may also help reduce pain and inflammation, detoxify, and help against heart disease and diabetes. Nano Curcumin Plus is now on sale at OnePlanetNutrition.com. Use promo code GCN for your special discount at OnePlanetNutrition.com, the next generation of nutritional supplementation. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Okay, Chris was going into some pretty interesting points there in our discussion with Jim Mars. And you want to continue, Chris, or let Jim answer? Well, I was just pointing out that uh, you know, no matter how much you think things change, they they always say the same, same players, same agendas, same uh, modus operandi. 
it, it ain't broke, so they're not trying to fix it. And they yeah. think everybody's stupid enough not to notice that uh, running drugs, uh, you know, to fund uh, black projects and taking out uh, very brave investigative journalists. I mean, talk about the CIA and running drugs and, and the Golden Triangle in Vietnam. And, and uh, it goes all the way back to uh, British losing the tea monopoly and saying, what are we going to do with all these ships? Well, we might as well strong arm the Chinese and allow us to... Sipping sell opium in China. I mean, it goes all the way back. It ain't broke, so they're not trying to fix it. And and most of the American people in dumb, you know, you know what a stand. They don't care. They, you know, it's like their heads are in the sand. Their pink little tushies are in the air, waiting for the jackboot. And it's unfortunate that uh, you know we end up with such a knee jerk reaction. Uh, by the collective against politicians, and we end up in the situation that we're in now. Chris, I have to, I have to contradict you here. I don't think we're talking politics here. Okay, politics is when they want to build a new highway or a new school, and then maybe the different parties and different individuals argue over how they're going to fund it. That's politics. That's normal stuff. What we're talking about is criminal activity. Okay, and I'll admit I've heard all my life, you know, in decent company, you don't want to discuss religion or politics, which is probably a good rule of thumb unless you're really good friends. But, hey, nobody ever said you can't discuss criminality. Uh, good, good uh, point of distinction there. <laughs> well, you know, looking at uh, Donald Trump's, uh, you know, cabinet and his is probably beholden to uh, relationships with uh, certain uh, kind of unsavory Russians uh, under the scenes, and and then one uh, very uh, very visible Russian. Uh, it's very interesting. Uh, I saw yeah, a I'll list of a list of uh, of connections between uh, 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 you know Trump insiders with. Uh, hey, hey, you know, come on, come on, guys. Let's let's be fair and square about the whole thing. All through those presidential debates, uh, Hillary Clinton kept asking Trump, what, "What are your deals with Russia?" And he kept saying, "I don't have any deals with Russia." Well, nobody ever asked uh, Hillary, "What about your deals with Russia?" Because his Secretary of State, <laughs> Jim, I'd rather what? not. We're going down a rabbit hole because what you're talking about is a deal that. Involve nine agencies, and I'd rather not get into that rabbit hole because okay, right, it's, it's hey, not really this? getting into our conspiracy here about the JFK about assassination. This? Part and parcel of the same, the it same matters. unfolding, and, very nasty uh, <laughs> card game. And, and, and as far as uh, uh, Trump uh, in bed with the Russians, and they're really, you know, die da 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 da. And if they're, if the if, let me put it this way, if the Russians were able to influence our national elections, we would not have had Barack Hussein Obama for eight years. All right, let's leave it there and let's get back to the other stuff because I think that gets to be more fascinating. Now, here's the thing we can look at all the stuff about the Kennedy assassination, but is it ever going to be solved for real? Oh, it's already solved. I've already yeah. told you what it was. It was a coup. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so see, uh, Gene, you're, not, you're just not asking the proper question. Uh, it's already solved. If you want to read all the material that's out there, look at all the YouTubes, look at everything that's available, you'll know exactly what happened. You're saying basically it's already published. One of these books, all the yeah. information yeah, the you've read, it's there. already in there. But, but is see, there any hope that this will be a generally revealed story i mean we go back to the late 70s when they had this select committee in congress where they concluded that a conspiracy was involved in the death of kennedy but they never went anywhere with it 
That's right, because they turned it over to the Justice Department and said, you need to continue to investigate this. And the Justice Department did not. In fact, all they did was go to the uh, Academy of Sciences and handpicked a panel that then called into question their acoustical studies, proving that there was uh, uh, a second gunman on the grassy knoll. Um, so the question you're really trying to ask is, Will there come a time when a government official of some standing will get up in front of people and at a press conference and say, okay, okay, here's the truth about what happened at the Kennedy assassination? No, that's not going to happen, okay, because there's too many politicians who don't want to fade the heat and don't want to get up and say, okay, okay, we misdirected you, we misled you, we lied to you, you know, for 53 years. They're just not going to do that. But when you say, well, we know the truth, the truth's out there right now for anybody who wants to uh, take the time to stop and look at all the evidence and actually think objectively about the whole thing and not just listen to the mainstream media, which is rife with people on the CIA payroll one way or another. And they've been giving us this, you know, it's really interesting, guys. I went back and I found out that the polls taken in 1964, just a few months after the assassination, showed that the vast majority of people did not believe the single assassin theory. That was 1964. And today, now it's up around 80 percent or so that do not believe the single assassin theory. And yet that's the story that's still being pushed by the corporate mainstream media. Well, the other problem is here, if... It was shown that Johnson was part of the conspiracy. That would make just about anything he did illegitimate. It's a criminal. He shouldn't have been right. president. Right. How, therefore, right. do you backdate everything he did? And, of course, you can't. You can't. And that's why the status quo is going to fight tooth and toenail to remain just like it is. And the history books uh, are slowly changing their story. It used to be Lee Harvey Oswald did it, period. Now it's, well, there's some question about Lee Harvey Oswald. And in the future, maybe we'll finally get somewhere where, well, you know, he may well have not have killed anybody, just like he said he did. He said, I didn't shoot anybody. I'm just a patsy. Okay? But you're absolutely right. If this should become widely known, become absolutely become public knowledge, and we all understand that there was a coup in 1963. Well, then every government since then has been illegitimate. All the laws passed, all the regulations, everything else, you know, should go by the board because it was done by an illegal government. And so they will never admit to that. And as you say, it's not just Johnson. It's the people who worked in his administration who have to be yep. part of the conspiracy. You have to look at all the consequences, the Vietnam War everything else, I understand the impossibility. So that's right. where it stands. Let's move on to other subjects because I don't want to make this just about the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, but that was fun. It was. <laughs> it was. And it always is fun to talk <clears throat> about. But if we're looking at conspiracies, do we assume just quickly that RFK and his shooting was part of the same thing? Of course. It was, uh, both both were uh, CIA operations, and we can see the same thing kind of beginning to mount right now. Right now, it's the Trump administration versus the CIA. They're the ones that's been putting out all this stuff. They're the ones who claim that the Russians, you know, were working with the Trump people and 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 trying to fudge the election, and yet and yet 
there's never been any real evidence coming forward that that's the case. In fact, uh, the person who has confessed to leaking the WikiLeak emails was uh, worked for the Democratic National Committee. So, you know. Well, that is not what happened. But if you want to believe that, that's your privilege. Listen, there is so much BS being floating around right now today that's not even funny. And you can't tell a player without a program. And I don't think anybody's got a program. Let's go into a subject that we deal with so often here on the Paracast, which is UFOs. Yeah. All right. We still don't have anybody in the government of any standing who says, uh, yes, okay, folks, we're not alone. I mean, they're slowly conditioning us to this, okay? If you guys will think back, and uh, it sounded like Gene's been around for a while. Gene, if you'll think back, when you were a kid, the government position was there was no such thing as UFOs that uh, they were either just misidentified aircraft or they uh, were uh, some sort of mass psychosis hallucination, you know? I remember that very distinctly. Okay, we got more to come here with Jim Mars. We're going to get into the UFO mystery, into the possibility of disclosure, or that's just one of those forlorn promises that never happens. Gene Steinberg, Chris O'Brien, Jim Mars... You're in the Paracast. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment... All things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our responsibility. 
Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. My computer is so slow, it's making me crazy. I used to have that problem. Did you quit using a computer or, or did you buy a new one? No, I called Geeks on Site. They made an appointment to visit my home and showed up the same day. You mean they didn't ask you to bring your computer to a shop? That's what happened when I called a support company. Geeks on Site can go to your home or business or even repair your computer online. They have 24-7 emergency service. If you are having problems with your PC or Mac, call Geeks on Site. 1-800-591-1682. Our friendly certified computer repair Repair experts are available 24-7. Call now for a free diagnosis. 1-800-591-1682. Data recovery, virus removal, and maintenance for all laptops, desktops, printers, and networks. That's Geeks on Site for friendly, certified computer repair experts. Available 24-7 over the phone or in your home or business. Just call 1-800-591-1682. That's 1-800-591-1682. 1-800-591-1682. We use cell phones against our heads every day. But now, a landmark U.S. government study confirms increased health risks from exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The time to protect yourself is now. The solution is Defender Shield. Proudly made in the USA, Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation emitted from cell phones, tablets, and laptops. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. Use discount code DEFENDER for 10% off. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in EMF radiation protection. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So, of course, in the old days, UFOs were mistaken. Somebody drank a little bit too much, that sort of thing. But the surveys over the years have shown a majority of people believe in UFOs and that they are extraterrestrial. Of course, here in the PowerCast, we go into a lot of theories. But when you say we're kind of being acquainted with the possibility, is that due to the discovery of these exoplanets? We had seven just the other day orbiting one dwarf star. Does that say, okay, we're now going to get people comfortable with life in space, look at all these planets we've discovered, and there are many more that may have life possibly similar to ours. Is that part of it? Absolutely. That's just one of the latest uh, steps in the conditioning process to condition the public to the idea that there's life outside the Earth and intelligent life. What I wanted to tell you, Gene, was uh, as a young reporter, and I heard they were saying, well, it's just possibly a mass psychosis. And I'm thinking, wow, a heretofore undiscovered contagious mass psychosis. Now, there's a story right there. But, of course, you don't hear that anymore because with the advent of the camcorder and the iPhone, everybody's taking pictures of UFOs today. And even if you discount half of them as uh, some sort of hoax, uh, that still leaves the other half that's unexplained. So we now know there's really no question. There's UFOs. There's something flying around. It's not ours. Okay. And the thing is, the conditioning process has worked quite well. The national polls in the 50s showed that the vast majority of people, I'm talking 90 percent, maybe more, did not believe there was any kind of life outside the earth. I know this because my Baptist parents were one of them. All right. And now today, the national polls show that quite the opposite. 
85, 90% or more of the people queried say, yeah, they're ready to accept the idea that there's uh, extraterrestrial intelligent life. Now, you know, that's quite a turnaround in uh, 50, 60 years. And, uh, and so that shows that the conditioning process has been working quite well. And yes, the recent discovery of these uh, exoplanets, I think that adds to it. Uh, we also have, uh, of course, we just keep getting these driblets of information. For example, when I was in school, we were taught the moon was just a dead world. It was just a rock. There's nothing there, no atmosphere, uh, no uh, magnetic field, no water. And now we know that that's simply not true. There is a magnetic field, weak, but it's there. And uh, there is uh, water. You can see water drifting across the moon. Uh, there's, you know, most, uh, in fact, most of what we were taught early on about space and the other planets is proven not to be true. So uh, we, we're still discovering uh, what our true universe is all about. Right. But just having the presence of water doesn't guarantee intelligent life. It might make it easier to set up a base, though, if you have a local water stream. I was reading a thing not long back. This is interesting. They figured the cost of building a base on the moon could be a few hundred dollars. <laughs> a few hundred dollars? Because they said, look, all you got to do is get some plastic and stretch it across one of those smaller craters and then pump some oxygen in, and you've got a perfectly good living environment it's a bit of a stretch <laughs> well no think about it i don't know why that why wouldn't that work you know unless it gets hit by a meteor well we know. have no reason to go there according to uh some researchers we've already uh, used the potential um bounty from the moon helium-3 and other uh, rare and important minerals we've already collateralized that for the national debt and we don't really own any of that uh, material well, yeah, but I, I can recall before we went to the moon, the idea was we were going to set up a colony there. We were going to mine the resources of the moon, and it was going to pay for the space program. And instead, we're told we went there six times 30 years ago and decided, well, there's really not much there. It costs a lot of money to go there. We're just not going to go back. To me, that makes really little or no sense. For one thing, and this world of ours that's, uh, you know, the, the environment is being uh, degraded because of the human uh, uh, habitation and, and there's the human population is swelling in numbers. Uh, obviously, the, the, the secret is to move into space. And so why, why we stop? Maybe for my money, I think we were warned off. I think we were told, okay, you made it to the moon, but that's it. You're not going anywhere else, not until you do away with your atomic weapons and quit acting like savages. Right, but what about the stories that go around that we do have an alternate or black project space program, and we are over there, but obviously what we're engaged in is not made public for some reason. What about that? Yes, I do believe in that. In fact, uh, uh, with the work Gary McKinnon did when he showed the officers in the command order of the space fleet, and when you look at the fact of everything going, the fact that we've got things coming and going out of Area 51 that we don't know anything about and not been announced publicly to us, yes, I think it's entirely possible that we do have operations in space right now. They're just not telling us. And I'm not real certain, uh, I can't tell you definitively why that is. You would think that we would should, should be operating from a standpoint of openness and transparency. And then my best guess is the reason that they don't want to say that is because the people who actually run this country, and I'm not talking about the 
figureheads like the president of the Congress. I'm talking about the moneyed people who actually run this country, who control Wall Street, okay, control the giant multinational corporations. I don't think they care if we know there's alien life out there, okay? What they care about, though, is if we know for absolute certain that there's alien life and that they have technology beyond ours, then we know for certain that there's technology other than petroleum that we could be using for energy and, and pharmaceuticals and telecommunications. And, and so that might prove hazardous to their monopolies. And when you get to petroleum, when you get to magnesium, when you get to some of the basic mineral resources of this planet that we need to build our modern technological civilization is under the control. It's under monopolistic control of a, of a handful of people. The 1%, if you will. Yeah, but again, the, the obvious uh, question that any skeptic would uh, immediately pose would be, how could you keep such a massive amount of uh, infrastructure uh, work and, and the amount of workers and you know just what would go into something like a secret space program? And how do you keep all that secret and all these thousands and of people? Well, number one, you don't. <laughs> There's all kinds of whistleblowers. All kind of, I myself have met a naval commander who said he had gone on a mission in space. Okay, and uh, there's plenty of others. You get on the Internet, you'll find all kinds of people. The problem is, see, they were under very compartmentalized, classified programs that you don't go around taking pictures and you don't take video of everything you're doing. So mostly it's just stories and they get written off. The key thing is, is that although the information's out there, you guys obviously have done your homework and you kept your eyes and ears open, your heads up. So you're at least aware of all that and you you question, which is Good. I mean, I totally support being skepticism, but you guys are the exception. They, the run of the mill people, people out there working for a living, trying to take care of their households and stuff, they, they don't get to hear this because it's not on the mainstream uh, corporate media. We got more to come with Jim Mars about possibility of a secret space program and more with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Did you know there's a new group of water contaminants with unknown health effects? These emerging contaminants lurking in your water may include prescription over-the-counter drugs and new types of herbicides and pesticides. ProPure's improved Pro1G2.0 filter meets NSF 401 standards to help reduce these emerging contaminants. To find out more, visit your authorized ProPure dealer or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. 
Hello, Belly Flattening Helpline. Hi, is this the number for the free trial of that Belly Flattening Breakthrough Soma Biotics? It is. We're giving away free trials to anyone, male or female, who's over 18 and wants to flatten their belly fast. I heard that Soma Biotics is so effective, it can actually cleanse pounds of sludge from your belly. Is that true? Sure is. Soma Biotics is scientifically formulated with natural ingredients to flatten bloated bellies fast by cleansing pounds of rotting food and toxic sludge from your body. It even combats periodic heart heartburn, and acid reflux, so you'll look and feel great. If your belly flattening results are too dramatic, simply reduce use to every other day. Wow, I'm glad I called. If you're over 18 and want to flatten your belly fast, call now for a free trial of Soma Biotics. 1-800-957-5396. But hurry, call now for details while they're still giving these trials away for free. 1-800-957-5396. If lines are busy, try again. That's 1-800-957-5396. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-615-7709. That's 800-615-7709. 800-615-7709. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Hey, this is Marie D. Jones, the author of This Book is from the Future, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Okay, so let's continue with all these possibilities here. Now, the other thing I'm wondering here in terms of possibilities, if you funnel all this activity into private industry, it makes it a lot easier to keep a secret, doesn't it? Right. And I think that's why they're moving in that direction right now with, for instance, SpaceX. But, you know, even the government actually can keep a secret. Uh, there were more than 30,000 people working on the Manhattan Project, which was developing the atom bomb during World War II, and nobody talked. Okay, 
and the public didn't know anything about the atom bomb until we dropped one on Hiroshima. Okay, but that was also at a time during World War II. So certainly there were more concerns about keeping information a secret. It wasn't quite what it is today when people don't trust the government. Then we believed in the government. We believed what the news media was telling us. Of course, it's kind of before my time, but that's the impression I have. So it was very different, very different environment than, than there is now. Let me give you a good example of that. The uh, Japanese were experimenting with what they call fuego balloons or fire balloons, and they they were incendiary devices on a balloon, and they'd float them across the Pacific. The idea that they would run out of air or run out of steam, you know, uh, somewhere in the northwest in Washington State, Oregon, Northern California, and when they come down, they'd start fires. And they start giant forest fires, you know, and it would take a lot of people to away from the war effort to go fight the fires. Plus, it was a demoralizing thing, you know. Okay, well, see, that that was their secret weapon. And and as a result, nobody in the United States knew about this except some of the military intelligence people. Well, one of them (laughs) went so far as Kansas and landed in Kansas. And one of the local reporters went out and saw what it was and And uh, it was, wow, what a story here. Japanese secret weapons being dropped over in Kansas. You know, that that would have been a heck of a story in the middle of the war. Well, the FBI went to her and said, look, this is secret. And one of the purposes of this is to spread terror and to cause chaos. We can't tell you what to write and what not to write. That was a whole different era. Uh, Said, but we think it would be in the best interest of the public if you just not write about that just now. Being a patriotic American citizen, she said, okay, and she didn't until after the war. And then she wrote, I think, a book about it, or at least a big article. So see, that's the way it was then. There was patriotism, but a good patriotism, people who thought they were doing good for their country. Unfortunately, today, we still have the same thing. There's so many people who are doing things or not doing things because they were are told to or asked to by the government in the name of national security. But they have abused that term for so long and so widely that a lot of people and see, and I noticed the skepticism in your voice, too, about maybe we don't need to have all this secrecy. Well, OK, let's just look at this now. So we have the secret space program. Are we using that to communicate with E.T. then? Well, according to some of the reports, yes. Again, we don't know because they're not admitting to it. It's just like they're not even admitting that they're spraying us with aluminum oxide and barium and other heavy metals uh, known as chemtrails. They just act like that's not happening, and yet all you have to do is look up, and you see those trails going from horizon to horizon, and they don't dissipate. They don't evaporate. They spread out, and pretty soon you got a milky white sky, and it's dumping chemicals on us that we have to breathe. And then we wonder why every every other person's now using an inhaler. When I was a kid, we didn't have inhalers. We ran all over the place. And I, and I didn't I don't think, I'm not sure. We had a whole gang of 10 or 15 kids. And I, I don't remember any of them uh, having uh, bronchial problems or asthma and having to suck on an inhaler. And today it's like one every two or three kids got one. Well, I'm one of them. I've been dealing with this. Yeah, I've been diagnosed adult onset asthma and never had it before. Right. Until they started chemtrailing. Right. And lithium just to keep everybody docile. (laughs) Yeah. 
But if they won't even admit to something, then all you have to do is look up and see it for yourself. They're not going to tell us secret space program. We There's no way the average guy, we can't go to space to find out if there's anything there or not. Robert Bigelow can. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you, you give me Robert Bigelow's money, and then I'll tell you what's really going on up there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, God. Right now, we're on the outside looking in. But I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people who, in the past, who, who recognized this and saw everything was coming up. I was really interested here recently. They have found a uh, paper, a treatise that was written by Winston Churchill in 1939. This is before World War II started. And he was basically saying he thought that there was probably life outside the Earth and that we should be interested in extraterrestrial life. And uh, that kind of blows me away because, uh, you know, we've kind of been told that nobody knew anything about this or cared about it until, you know, 1947 and the Roswell crash and then the the, uh, sighting of the UFOs over Mount Rainier and then, you know, the flying saucer flap of uh, the 1950s. But, you know, and it goes on and on. Science fiction writers have been writing about this since the 30s and 40s. And one of those, one of the most prolific was, uh, believe it or not, uh, was L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, in fact, he wrote a book back in the 80, early 80s called uh, Battlefield Earth. They just reissued a, a new edition of that, by the way. Uh, and it's interesting because on that one, it's not like the aliens come and want to blow up the Earth like, like in the movie Independence Day. It, it's just a business deal. You've got the intergalactic uh, bankers who loan money to the Intergalactic Mining Corporation to come and mine the mineral resources of the Earth. and uh, But they're on a contract. They have to do it within a certain period of time or the rights to the Earth are going to revert back to the bankers and they'll sell it, you know, to the highest bidder. Uh, so, they're, so they're trying to hurry up, make their deadline, and they're having problems with these pesky humans. So they have to go to the planet Cyclos <laughs> and get these big aliens to come down here and try to act as a security force so they can hurry up and get the contract done. And Now, uh, one of the things I remember about this film is that John Travolta played one of these giants yeah, in the most yeah. ridiculous makeup I've ever seen. Well, the, the film is on many people's worst of all time uh, movies. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I remember that one, and I'll vouch for that too. Because, but I'll tell you the problem there was because, see, I'd read the book long before the movie came out. The book is great, the movie, uh, not so. And and come on, guys, you, you've seen it before. Where if you'll read a book and then you see, oh, they're going to make a movie, and you go see the movie, you go, boy, that, there's nothing like the book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They well, did not do that right. But but uh, the point is that Hubbard was very forward-looking, and he saw uh, that, uh, uh, you know, maybe we should be – he was writing about the Voyager. The Voyager 1 Voyager 2 were launched in 1977, and both of them are now out past our solar system. So they're already out in the interstellar space. And uh, he said we should be careful uh, because we might not like – you know, if we go out there and tell everybody, here we are and here's how you get to Earth. We might not like who shows up. That's what Stephen Hawking's been wanting. He he recently uh, reiterated that, and uh, there may be something to that. Uh, You guys think about this. On Voyager 2, they have a golden disc, and uh, it's got uh, recordings from the Earth, probably some sounds and animal cries and stuff, but also music. And, of course— Johnny B. Good. Oh, oh, yeah. Chuck Berry with Johnny B. Good. Can you imagine what those aliens are thinking out there? (laughs) 
And I yeah. played so well, big well you mentioned, well, hold on, before we get past L. Ron Hubbard, one of the things that I've, I've been most, you know, I've done a little bit of research on, on the man. Uh, he's quite an enigmatic character. And, and one of the things that uh, really intrigued me, number one, is his background in the Office of Naval Intelligence. And then number two, his, uh, his we- weird friendship with uh, none other than Jack Parsons and, yeah. and, uh, and his uh, dabbling in the occult. Uh, I think he was in the OTO, Ordai Templi Orianus, of course, made famous by Aleister Crowley. And, of course, uh, Parsons was higher, uh, higher up in the L.A. chapter of the OTO. And, and the Babylon working that they did out in the uh, uh, Mojave Desert uh, over a two- or three-month period in 1946, that some people may have opened up a portal that started the modern age of UFOs. Have you done any research into his uh, cult? We have Jim Mars with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. We use cell phones against our heads every day. But now a landmark U.S. government study confirms increased health risks from exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The time to protect yourself is now. The solution is Defender Shield. Proudly made in the USA, Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation emitted from cell phones, tablets, and laptops. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. Use discount code DEFENDER for 10% off. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in EMF radiation protection. You may own a knife, but if it's not an indie hammered knife, it's not a knife. From the forge to the grinder to the sheath, each indie hammered knife is handcrafted using God-given talent. The result is the sharpest edge a knife can have and a true work of art. See a variety of knives and the complete knife kit at ihknives.com. Indie hammered knives. Custom knives made in America. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. 
If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-340-5528. That's 800-340-5528. Again, 800-340-5528. We use cell phones against our heads every day. But now, a landmark U.S. government study confirms increased health risks from exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The time to protect yourself is now. The solution is Defender Shield. Proudly made in the USA, Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation emitted from cell phones, tablets, and laptops. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. Use discount code DEFENDER for 10% off. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in EMF radiation protection. This is Micah Hanks of the Grayling Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. We have some questions from listeners we'll ask later, but Chris asked a question of our guest, Jim Mars, that now, sir, we can have you answer. Go ahead, please. Oh, well, yeah. Of course, I was aware of L. Ron Hubbard because I read a lot of his stuff. You know, he's writing... Western novels and spy novels and, you know, intrigue novels all the way back into the 30s. But I particularly liked his science fiction. Mission to Earth is another uh, multi-volume thing, which is just really a hoot. And it's it's done from the standpoint of the alien who comes to the Earth and then falls into the grips of the CIA and the FBI and the mafia and everybody else. You're right. Hubbard was pretty enigmatic, but he was also just a very world traveler and was uh, what I consider myself. He was a generalist. He knew a lot about a little about a lot of things and he was putting it all together. So, like I said, he, he had some really good insights into what was really going on. And he chose to try to share that uh, through his fiction. But before we get away, I, I got to mention that when I was a kid and there was no TV, we'd listen to the radio. And uh, I would lay in bed at night and have the radio on in my bedroom, and, and I'd listen to Gangbusters and, and uh, uh, Amos and Andy and The Shadow and all of these radio dramas. And they had people who would read the script, and then they had sound effects. You know, if they were shooting, you'd hear the shooting and doors slamming and all like that. But it was all on radio. It was all audio. And so you'd lay there and you would picture it all in your mind. And it was really an exciting and interesting uh, interactive experience because they'd tell you the story and you could picture it in your own head. And uh, I'm just afraid that a lot of young people today have missed out on that experience because with TV movies, there it is. It's just right there in front of you. When the monster comes along, you don't have to wonder about what he looks like. There he is, you know? And uh, I think that, I think they're missing something there and it keeps your brain active. And uh, so the reason I bring this up is because they now have a audio 
uh, book of Battlefield Earth uh, that is just amazing. It, number one, it's 47 and a half hours long, and uh, it's got uh, 68 voice character actors doing all the voices. I mean, today you can get books on tape, of course, or books on disc or whatever, but what you get is an actor reading the book to you. This one, they act it out, and they've got all the different voices. They got 150 sound effects. They got a whole musical score that was written just for this uh, audio book. In fact, uh, Audiophile magazine has named it the best audio book of uh, 2016 uh, here a few months ago. And I just want to mention that because I would really recommend that you get that. If you're a truck driver or you're going to be on a long trip or you or you get stuck in lots of traffic every day, this would be a wonderful opportunity to revisit the days when you listen uh, to the story and could build the whole thing up in your own mind. Well, I think more and more people are going with the whole audiobook concept because um you know we're stuck in traffic so much a lot of people actually listen to this show while they're on their way to work or or going on trips or you know stuck in uh, la traffic for instance you know people spend a significant portion of their lives behind the wheel of the car and what better way to pass the time than uh be entertained by the way we continue to be among the top seven streams at gcn live and these are people who will be streaming stuff to their cars, in addition, of course, to being able to download the show from iTunes and other places. Just saying. Well, yeah. And today, with the ability to tape everything, or I say tape, that's old, old tech, record everything, that's why when people say, well, I don't have time, I can't learn about that, and I, I just I turn up my lip at that because, hey, today, with the ability to record, play things back, yes, we're all pressed for time. But like you guys mentioned, a, commu- a long commute or vacation time or some, or, or just quit watching some of those uh, insipid uh, TV sitcoms or whatever and start listening to programs like yours and others where you can actually learn something and figure out, figure out what's really going on so you can act as an informed and active uh, participating citizen. Well, people, I think, by and large, uh, you know, they used to say uh, the average attention span is – is eight min, uh, eight seconds. Well, I think it's point eight seconds now. Boy, I tell you, if something, if somebody, you know, one of the kids is, is waiting, you know, clicks on something like a video or something, and it doesn't immediately show up, they're already on to the next thing. Yeah. You know? Well, so we're seeing a real dumbing down of the of the population. Number one, uh, number two, we're seeing uh, homogenization of information. Uh, we're also seeing what appears to be, uh, uh, I think, a, a really insidious program of dumbing people down and uh and we're going back into slogans and jingoism and and people just knee-jerk responses to uh people places and situations that uh are are totally programmed for them and and so mass mass groups of people are being manipulated effortlessly in in this you know super high-tech uh media soaked age and uh you know your point's well taken jim we we need more people doing the research we need more people you know motivated enough to find out for themselves find good sources of information and and really go with them and and unfortunately you know shows like this are dying on the vine you know because people they don't have the attention spans anymore they, they, they literally don't. It's true. And and the only place I would differ with some folks on that issue is that I, I contend that didn't just happen by accident. There's been a conscious program laid on us uh, to dumb us down 
and to keep us from thinking for ourselves. Uh, you know, they, the people who are trying to run the world, they don't really want us thinking and uh, figuring out what's really going on because we might accidentally get together and say, hey, we don't want this. And uh, actually, it's happening anyway because I really believe, guys, that there is kind of a consciousness raising that's taking place on the world today. And I think two of the best examples is the Brexit, okay, where the, the British leaders and the media over there and everybody said, oh, we don't want to get out of the European Union. Oh, no, no, this is good for international trade. This is good for the international corporations. And, but the public said, no, we want out. We're tired of supporting Greece and, and Italy and these other countries that can't make their budget works, and so they're getting our money. Germany's saying the same thing. And then we saw it right here with this just this past election. Right, uh, with the election of Trump, with total, total uh, repudiation of politics and politicians. It was a knee-jerk reaction, which unfortunately is going to come back and bite us big time. But yeah. it is an indication that uh, there's a rumbling in the in the American pubic, as I like to refer to them. <laughs> Let's go back to this, Jim. I want to go back to the gradual revelation about the possibility of life in space. Now, do the powers that be even want that? No, that's what I said earlier. That's the whole problem right there. If they wanted it, we'd already have it. They, uh, in fact, you know, the big question uh, I kept waiting for you to ask this is, uh, you know, uh, are we ever going to have disclosure? You know, are we ever going to know? And again, it's back to the same thing that I talked about in regards to the Kennedy assassination. If we're, if you're, if the real question you're asking is, uh, will a government official get up and say, okay, here's the real story? Uh, no, that ain't going to happen because a politician is going to want to fade the heat of getting up and saying, okay, okay, we lied to you for 70 years. Yeah, right. Truth. Okay. Believe us now. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know, I used to tell a story here on the Paracast with the previous president, but I think it would apply to all of them. If yeah. they brought on stage and, E.T. And, or in the gonna, White House front lawn and said, okay, here's the truth. We're being visited by beings from another planet, and here is Orthon from yeah. one of the star beings of Zeta Reticuli. We wouldn't believe him. Nanu, Nanu. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. But, well, see, here's the thing. You go all the way back. You go back to the late 40s, early 50s, and that was like 10 years after the 1938 War of the Worlds broadcast by Orson Welles, which uh, panicked a lot of people around the country because it was on radio. Uh, they didn't catch the first of the program where they said, this is Halloween and we're pulling a gag and, you know, this, we're going to act like this is a real invasion. They missed that part. They just tuned in later and heard all these uh phony fall news reports saying, oh, the cylinders have landed in New Jersey and the, these things are coming out and they're burning everybody and they're eating people and destroying the cities. Well, no wonder people panicked, okay? You know, and I so, wanted to ask you about that because obviously that happened before you and I were born. I had right. read some stories saying that the impact was highly exaggerated over what it really was. There was some panic, but nowhere near as much. It was I, my, my parents uh, distinctly remember yeah. people freaking out. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's, that's a, it's, that depends on who you want to listen to and what statistics you're going to use. No, I think, in, in the, I mean, in the whole total context of the total population of the United States, it was kind of a drop in the bucket. It wasn't that. It wasn't as bad as we saw. It didn't panic the whole country, but it panicked people up in the Northeast where it was taking place, and they had not heard the uh, 
the caveat. So they, they thought maybe this was real. We have Jim Mars with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com. Stop by and take a shopping tour. We use cell phones against our heads every day. But now a landmark U.S. government study confirms increased health risks from exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The time to protect yourself is now. The solution is Defender Shield. Proudly made in the USA, Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation emitted from cell phones, tablets, and laptops. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. Use discount code DEFENDER for 10% off. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in EMF radiation protection. Taking turmeric is good, but there's a problem with it. The active ingredient in turmeric, known as curcumin, is poorly absorbed into the cells due to its large particle size. But now, One Planet Nutrition has the answer for this powerful anti-inflammatory. Nanocurcumin, a nanoparticle curcumin which absorbs over 40 times better into your bloodstream. Discover more health benefits of nanocurcumin and nanocurcumin plus now on sale at OnePlanetNutrition.com. Use promo code GCN for your special discount at OnePlanetNutrition.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Okay, so let me go back to something here. All right, so we obviously know about the impact of the War of the Worlds, and I could see where even it was a limited outcry, a limited degree of panic, especially in the Northeast. That might have freaked out some of the powers that be about revealing what UFOs were about. That's 1940s. So right now, as I've mentioned, I don't believe in disclosure either, but this possible gradual disclosure, we're being trained to expect things, and then maybe eventually, if we hear that there are visitors from another planet here, we won't be surprised because we've been conditioned to expect that. Exactly. And look at the difference here. 
uh, in the 40s and 50s when uh, they heard a radio broadcast that, you know, even though later turned out to be phony, but they heard it and thought it was real, where they're saying they're landing and they're attacking people and they're burning the cities. And, you know, no wonder people got upset. But, hey, today, think about it. We've been conditioned by Star Trek, Star Wars. Whole generations have grown up perfectly comfortable with the idea that there's life outside the Earth and we're going to go out there and we're going to be part of it. To the point to where, just think, what do you think, guys? If President Trump was to come on the TV tomorrow and say, we have information that we're being visited by extraterrestrials, people from uh, other planets, but there doesn't seem to be any hostility. Uh, nobody's been hurt. Your government's on the job. We're going to be keeping close tabs on this. And we'll let you know what we find out. Personally, I don't think it'd be a big thing. I think there would be some ripples in the media and then, you know, the bills would still come in and everybody just keep going on with their life. I just don't think it would be that big an upset today. Yeah, but I'd, I'd lose a few bets and a few hundred dollars. <laughs> Chris, we have some questions coming in from our forums at forum.thepowercast.com. You want to maybe bring up one or two right now? Well, this is something that I've always wanted to ask you, Jim. Um, and I know that uh, you've looked into the infamous um, 1897 Aurora, Texas uh, ship crash. Hey, thank you for bringing that up, because I want to mention that on April the 22nd, which is uh, actually it happened on April the 17th, but that's not a weekend. So the 22nd, which is a Saturday, they're having a big uh, Aurora alien encounter at Aurora, Texas, the little old town. In fact, I live pretty close to there and I'm going to be there. And uh, this would be a great opportunity to go to uh, cityofauroratexas.com and uh, get your advanced tickets before they go up. David Hatcher Childress is going to be the keynote speaker and they're going to have some speakers and they're going to have some tours of the graveyard where they uh, reportedly buried the little alien pilot. Last year was their first time of trying to acknowledge this here and it was quite a success so this year it ought to even be better. I'm wondering um, where you come down. Was this? Uh, <laughs> did it happen or did it not? Well, the skeptics say that the railroad was bypassing the town. The townspeople need to come up with a way to to jumpstart tourism there, and that this this story was concocted as a publicity stunt to bring uh, you know possible tourism into the town, kind of like a nineteenth century Roswell <laughs> in a way. So, so where do you come down? Do we have evidence to to suggest that this is a real event? Except it didn't work. <laughs> Nobody came. Okay, and the town still withered away and died. And today, there's not even a gas station in Aurora. There's not a bank or anything else. It's uh, it's just kind of a bump in the road. And this is kind of like the it's similar to the idea that Roswell was fate to draw attention, you know, away from their secret military stuff going on there in New Mexico in 1947, which never made any sense to me because, you know, if you want to keep Russians from concentrating and putting their eye on New Mexico and trying to see what they're doing down there, you don't put out a story that aliens crash there, you know? I'd draw everybody, every agent in the country down there. Uh, Unless no. you want to draw attention there because something is happening somewhere else. Because here's an interesting thing. I don't know if you've read the book Roswell in the 21st Century from Kevin Randall, who's been studying Roswell for 30 years. Yeah, he's and, been at it for a while. And he has recanted a lot of it, saying that a lot of the eyewitness testimony, which started 30 years after the fact and then went on, doesn't hold up, that something happened there. But you can't say it's a spaceship. You can't even 
find reasonable confirmation for the reports of possible alien bodies. That's just a mysterious thing happened and we don't know. And would you even dismiss the possibility that, yeah, it was a misdirection. It was a misdirection to have people think about spaceships possibly landing at Roswell with this little thing of, oh, a flying disc has landed and it's only a balloon and all that stuff, that that was the misdirection, that something happened somewhere else that we overlooked. I'm certainly open to that. I mean, I'm open to anything. If you can prove something to me, I pride myself on changing my mind, but I want to tell you guys, no. The thing that convinces me is, number one, the people I've talked to uh, who were directly involved, okay? Some of them threatened with their life if they talked about it, all right? Something definitely very unusual happened there. The other thing that really convinces me on Roswell is because of my work with the remote viewing that the Army was using to end the Cold War. And uh, several remote viewers have taken a look at Roswell and they said there was definitely something unearthly going on there. Okay. So, yes, I believe that. Same thing kind of with uh, Aurora. Uh, I began to cover the Aurora story in 1973, and I've been keeping up with it ever since. And like I said, I just live a few miles from Aurora right now. And uh, early on, I was very, very skeptical, okay? But then the more I uh, uh, looked into it, and after I talked to one uh, old man, Charlie Stevens, who was actually a witness, said he saw the thing go over, saw it hit. And then in 2013, UFO hunters came, and I worked with them. They found the footing for Judge Proctor's uh, windmill or windlass. And uh, so, yes, that story, that part of it was true. They found little BBs of molted aluminum embedded in trees and rocks around the cross site. In other words, something exploded there. They had the, uh, the aluminum tested, and although it was aluminum, it was not the same uh, composite as uh, modern-day aluminum. And then I went back and checked that aluminum in 1897 was, they had just developed the technique for making aluminum, and it was more expensive than gold at that time. So you wouldn't have just, you know, stuck some of that stuff around. So anyway, that and the fact that the grave was there, I was there when I actually saw the headstone, which showed an inverted V with circles, kind of like a spaceship with portholes. And uh, that got taken up and missing. Uh, and then there were some metal we found in the grave, and that was then later mysteriously extracted uh, by, uh, you know, somebody with some sophisticated equipment. There's just too much going on to it. Uh, today, I'm pretty convinced that it really did happen, that uh, Texas was visited by some, uh, some non-human uh, complement uh, back in 1897. And keep in mind, this was six years before the Wright brothers flew. Right. And in all my work, in all my years with UFOs, I kept thinking, boy, wouldn't it be great if there was a well-documented UFO uh, incident that occurred before there was anything in the air? Because, you know, all my life, they were saying, oh, it's just misidentified satellites and aircraft and blah, blah, blah. Well, how about if there was nothing like that in the air? That's a- Well, Jacques Vallée and Chris Abeck uh, wrote Wonders in the Sky with 500 examples of unusual and unexplained aerial Occurrences documented uh, before 1880. Exactly. That's true. In fact, you can go all the way back to the Bible, Ezekiel and his fiery wheel. You go all the way back to the uh, Sumerians, the world's first great 
technologically advanced civilization, and they they wrote down on their clay tablets, which still exist, and they said 325,000 years ago, the Anunnaki arrived. And the Anunnaki, that translates as those who came from the heavens landed on the earth. So, yeah, they've been with us. You know, guys, this this is actually good news. Because I, what this tells me is I don't think we really have to worry about a Independence Day type invasion uh, of the earth and burning the cities and killing people and everything. Because if that was the plan, and since we now know and it can be established that there's been these uh, reports of flying machines all the way back through recorded history, then why didn't they attack us back when... We were in the Stone Age instead of waiting until we've got space platforms and laser guns and everything else. So I don't think that's the plan. I don't think we have to worry about an armed alien invasion. We've got more to come with Jim Mars and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Attention investors, 2017 is the year of Trump and financial markets are rising at all-time highs. But economic uncertainty may be greater than after any election in our lifetime. And as retirement approaches, there's little time to recover your losses. You need to hedge against uncertainty. That means transferring part of your retirement to physical gold and silver stored where you can actually hold it in your hand and get it fast in any disaster. It's a perfect time to buy. Prices are low and expected to climb. Make Augusta Precious Metals, your personal gold and silver provider. Augusta cares for your financial position and helps you make good decisions. And they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. Get Augusta's free gold and silver IRA guide. What you learned could help you weather any economic storm. There's no obligation. Just call toll-free. Call 855-222-5857. That's 855-222-5857. Again, 855-222-5857. Trust Augusta. Protect your retirement today. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. All right, guys, we're ready for our four-season sunroom, and Daddy's going to get a rec room with refreshments. Oh, no, we'll be sleeping under the stars. Mom, what about the one with, you know, the fun? 
Nice try, little bro. It's a gym. My gym. Hey, Grandma's getting her Four Seasons garden room. Weather tight and still like being outdoors. Maybe a living room. Oh, no, wait. A family hub. Yeah! No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four Seasons Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since 1975. More reasons for Four Seasons now. To find out more, call toll-free 800-848-6333. That's 800-848-6333. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So we don't have to worry that E.T. is here to harm us rather than help us, unless it's a different race of E.T., of course. But what about the possibility here, which sometimes we mention, Jim Mars, that we were seeded here by the aliens or they did some genetic manipulation with the locals. Right. Well, we were brought here that we're actually the aliens and they're more terrestrial than we are. You know, that is actually more than a theory because that was actually written down 2000 years, 3000 years before the Bible was ever written down. They're in the Sumerian tablets and they go into some detail as to how that these Anunnaki these visitors from space uh, took the egg of a primitive earth woman, okay, uh, out of Africa, apparently. So maybe we could call her Lucy. Uh, and they impregnated the egg with the sperm of an Anunnaki male and then put the uh, fertilized egg in the womb of a Anunnaki female who carried it to term. And then through a Caesarean uh, section, uh, delivered a healthy breathing hybrid that was kind of a cross between these two uh, that they call the Adam or the Ad- or the Adama. All right. If that's true, and since there is evidence that there were these uh, non-humans in the Earth's distance past, and, and if their account is true, then no, we were not created by aliens, but they did tweak our DNA and improved the breed, just like we do with animals, horses and sheep and cows and dogs and cats. Jim, if they improve the breed, they've got a long way to go. I mean, either that or the effort was unsuccessful. Nobody said it was perfect. You know, if you breed a a white cat and a black cat and you get a striped cat, that doesn't mean he's going to be any smarter than any of the other cats. You just bred him for certain things. Yeah, Yeah. I get your point, though. You know, that's why uh, on my website, JimMars.com, I ask the question, you know, is there, join me in the search for intelligent life on the planet Earth. (laughs) 
Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a forlorn search. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could be could be uh, searching for a long time. I've been arguing that point for for uh, quite some time, uh, especially here on the show. Uh, search for intelligent life. Uh, just don't come here. The very fact that we are so, uh, you know, just tribal and nationalistic and misogynist and and we have these three outmoded religious structures that people are still clinging to that, uh, you know, are responsible for billions of people being murdered on the planet. Uh, And look on the good side. We we developed TV. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) And talk radio, imagine. And talk radio. There we go. Okay, well, here's here's some more questions. Uh, the first question was coming from AZZ7092, who's been a poster here for three years on the Paracast. And uh, Technomage is always good for a few questions. Uh, he's been a poster at forum.theparacast.com for five years now. And he's he's got he's got some good questions here. He's Actually, he's the one that asked the Aurora Texas crash uh, question. He's also wondering if you're familiar with Walter Bosley's work. And his theory of the two breakaway civilizations, one that's uh, fairly old, uh, that may be tied into the Sonora Arrow Club, and uh, the other being a German breakaway civilization, and and his theory that that these two breakaway civilizations are at odds, which is an interesting concept. Are you familiar with this uh, particular theory, and and where do you come down about breakaway civilizations actually starting back in the 19th century? Well, Yes. In fact, I've got a new book coming out called The Illuminati, which will go into that and show that the foundation for a breakaway civilization goes all the way back through recorded history. Right now, today, I think there is a breakaway civilization, but I don't think it's uh, split so cleanly along tight lines of Nazis or or uh, whatever. I think it's, uh, it's the 1%, okay? There is a clique of people who believe themselves to be superior to everybody else because of their blue blood and because they can trace their heritage and their ancestors all the way back to, again, to the time of the Anunnaki. I think they live a whole entirely different lifestyle than most of us, which makes them a breakaway civilization. I remember when uh, George Herbert Walker Bush was president, they, they took him to a supermarket for a photo op, okay? And the checker is running the products across the scanner, and it's going beep, beep, beep. And Bush says, what's that beeping sound? Okay. See, at that level, he didn't know what it was like to shop in a supermarket. He went there for the photo op. He, he doesn't go to supermarkets to shop. People bring him all this stuff. He lives an entirely different lifestyle. And so does George Soros, and so does the Koch brothers, you know, and so does other multi-millionaires and probably including Trump, okay? They don't worry. They don't have to worry about driving somewhere. They don't have to worry about uh, getting a ticket. They don't have to worry about going to the grocery store or getting a haircut. Or, you know, all that's taken care of them. Uh, yeah, they got gold toilets. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> so they, so that's pretty much a breakaway civilization because they don't live the same way we do. That's why that one of the things we could do, I think, to straighten things out in this country real quick is to pass one more constitutional amendment that says any law passed by Congress applies to Congress, okay? (laughs) 
In other oh, words, Congress, Congress has to get off of their gold-plated private retirement fund that gives them their uh, salary plus cost increases for the rest of their life, and they got to go on Social Security. Hey, if we did that, think how fast they would clean up Social Security. Well, I, I just think we need more uh, uh, pitchfork and uh, torch factories myself. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the old Frankenstein syndrome. <laughs> you got it, baby. Yep. Hey, they, they've done a good job. Divide and conquer. Keep everybody. Uh, oh, yeah. Just real serious demarcation between between the right and the left. You know, it's it's people like me. Uh, we're we're kind of the benevolent anarchists. We want to we want to see as as thorough a, a a total you know breakdown destruction of the system so we can rebuild it properly uh, yeah. for for these times. Just like Jefferson suggested we should do. But you know, I'm not into violence. I think uh, there's ways to do this uh, nonviolently. But what what we do is uh, follow in the footsteps of Martin Luther King and and Gandhi. You know, when they say, "Okay, we're going to go fight Iran." Just say, no, no, we're not. <laughs> I'm not, you know. Hey, do this. No, I'm not going to do that. And and that's, you know what, Chris, that's beginning to happen. I know. A lot thank, of people are going, you know, they say, oh, the goddess. <laughs> I, hey, what, I, for example, you know, they keep passing more and more anti-gun laws, and they can keep going. They can just keep going. They can finally get it to where it's totally illegal to have anything, anywhere, anyhow, any kind. I guarantee you, here in Texas, we're still going to have them, okay? <laughs> because everybody's they're just not paying attention to that. Yeah, what's the average uh, the gun ownership now? I think it's, what, one gun for uh, every two or three Texans now, or uh, oh, no, I think it's more than that because the Texans I know that have guns, they don't have just one gun. <laughs> you know? So I, I think probably I don't think I'd be too far off the mark if I said there are enough guns in Texas to arm every single citizen in the state. Well, yeah. if we have alien technology, though, it's not going to matter. It's just going to be disintegrated. we got more to come with Gene, Chris, and Jim Mars. You're in the Paracast. For listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. We use cell phones against our heads every day, but now a landmark U.S. government study confirms increased health risks from exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The time to protect yourself is now. The solution is Defender Shield. Proudly made in the USA, Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation emitted from cell phones, tablets, and laptops. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. Use discount code DEFENDER for 10% off. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in EMF radiation protection. Are you one of the 70% of Americans that want to own your own business, afraid to leave the security of your current job to pursue your dreams? I'm Pharmacist Keith. Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and myself want to show you a low-cost way to create your own business, working around your current job schedule, creating an extra income for you and your family by joining his crusade, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com. 
Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Attention small business owners. Want to save money on your employee health insurance plan? Learn the little-known solution that could save thousands of dollars on your health insurance benefits and save your employees money, too. Call Health Markets for a free consultation, and one of our 3,000 local agents will show you how to make health care reform work for you. We'll design customized solutions for your business that can lower health care costs for you and your employees. We'll work directly with you to determine your needs. We search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide. You'll also find out if tax credits could save you money. Best of all, the service is free of charge. See why Health Markets has enrolled Americans in more than 2 million insurance policies. You don't have to wait for open enrollment to lower your cost. Call now. Find out how much you and your employees could be saving. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-930-5137. That's 800-930-5137. Hi, this is Joshua P. Warren, author of The Poor Man's Paranormal, and you're listening to The Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So as I said, Jim Mars, even if we arm the people, and I live in Arizona, so certainly there are lots and lots of weapons here. If we have access to advanced technology from ET, it's not going to make a difference. That's true. But that depends on who's using the advanced technology. Who's going to benefit if there are ETs, if they are uh, have advanced weaponry, and if they are willing to share it with us, do you really think they're going to give it to you? 
Well, you know, present tense accepted. I don't well, know. Well, they did, Barbara would, would abscond it with it. And she'd say, no, I'm taking this. You're not taking this out with you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that sounds like my wife, too. What do you mean I can't take mine? All the other guys are taking theirs. <laughs> that, was the, that was the rationale that I would offer an argument that I would gave to my mother time and time again. Well, well Mom, everybody else is doing it, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know what her response was? You know, this is the old classic. She says, well, if everybody's going to go jump off the cliff, are you going to go too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, hey, welcome to the, the great American pubic. Yeah, Okay, this this is a question from AZZ7092. I, I misquoted before. He, he's asked several questions here. Uh, one is about Dulce in, in the Dulce base at the Hickory Apache Reservation in north central uh, New Mexico. And then the other is about Skinwalker Ranch, uh, what, what you think about that and where you come down on that. Where do you come down on, on, on some of these fantastic underground alien base uh, theories and stories as opposed to the conventional, you know, deep underground military bases or dumbs or the uh, continuation of government facilities, which there are 129 of them. And as Richard Sauter, probably one of the top experts in that field, uh, has uh, disturbingly come up with, uh, is there's absolutely no funding that he could find in any appropriations bill in Congress to fund the 129 known uh, deep underground military and, and continuation of government facilities. But that, that that's one whole thing that we, we kind of know about. But what, what about this whole Dulce and Skinwalker Ranch and, and, you know, as soon as they disturb the ground and all sorts of weird stuff starts happening? Do you think there's some sort of weird underground uh, aspect to a lot of this so-called paranormal pop culture stuff? Yeah, I do. And most of the reason for that is I've talked to too many people who claim that they have been in those tunnels, okay, and been in some of those bases. I've even visited some myself. Uh, you know, I haven't actually gone into the secret down deep parts of them, but I've been in the entrances and seen where you can, you can drive whole trucks through there, okay? So, yeah, I think those exist. And, and back to your question about where they get the money to pay for something like this, because obviously it's not in the published budget. All right, but then wait a minute. Let's stop and think. Uh, the day before 9/11, on September the 10th of 2001, Donald Rumsfeld announced that the Pentagon could not account for 2.3 trillion dollars. <laughs> Today, that's up to like eight trillion dollars. And of course, yeah. we know they were paying a thousand dollars for a toilet seat and two thousand dollars for a gold wrench. And eight trillion dollars is a lot of money that could fund underground shelters and the space program. You know, uh, how could they be missing eight trillion dollars when that is, uh, you know, multi times more than even this year's def entire defense budget? So there's a yeah. lot of money missing through there and they could go to these uh, type things. Now, as far as Dulce and, you know, the war between the, the aliens and the guys at Dulce and and Skinwalker Ranch and some of the stories floating around for that. That's in my huh file. OK, and let me explain that. When I get a bit of information, it goes contrary to everything else I pretty much know or think I know. I just go, huh, I don't buy into it, lock, stock, and barrel, and I don't just immediately discard it. I, I put it in my huff file. And then I wait to see for, for further information. And as other information comes in, I, you know, you finally get enough to where you can say, well, I don't think there's anything to that. You empty the huff file into the wastebasket. Or you say, oh, you know what? I think there's really something going on here, in which case it begins a file. 
that the like secret space program that I keep throwing stuff into, you know, to add to the thing. So I think what you want to do is you don't want to just buy into any of this totally, but you don't want to discard it totally. You want to do your research, find out for yourself. Your research, think for yourself until you yourself can come to an understanding of where right. there's probably something there or not. Uh, absolutely, I agree. I went up to Skinwalker Ranch. I was the first investigator there. I've spent many, many hours uh, tramping around Dulce because I lived very close to there, uh, making inroads with Department of Public Safety uh, uh, chiefs and, and stuff. You know, again, uh, there's always the possibility of alternative theories or rationales that don't conform to some sort of alien-based theory, uh, which the alien-based theory is a cover for more conventional theories to hide nefarious things like the possible burying of noxious nuclear waste from Los Alamos up in Dulce. There's other possibilities that people should entertain, and they shouldn't go with a knee-jerk, uh, you know, just suspension of disbelief and buy into aliens. Uh, and it just a lot of it just actually is bad science fiction in my book. But uh, moving along, uh, we're kind of running out of time. Um, here's another interesting question I've never really heard you talk about. This, again, comes from Technomage. And this is, what do you think is a more likely explanation for megalithic structures of the ancient past? Do you think there were ancient aliens involved or an advanced lost civilization? Or I would add, just ingenu- uh, ingenuity by uh, humans uh, utilizing their, uh, their own talents. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think if you get dispassionately look at history and look at what is now known and look at all of the uh, anomalies around the world, all of the artifacts, all of the cave drawings that depict saucers and people look like they're in spacesuits and everything else. You go back to the stories of the flying dragons. You go back to the uh, Vyamas of the Hindu uh, writings, the early Vedas, where they talked about the craft that fly through the air could destroy a whole city with just one big blast. You go to Ezekiel, the fiery wheel. You go to the Romans, their flying shields. Uh, and, you know, the evidence and the argument for prehistoric extraterrestrial visitors is, is quite compelling and, in fact, almost overwhelming. Okay? So you, you can, you just, the only way you not believe in that is just not look at it and not think about it. So uh, looking at the uh, trilithon stones that uh, make up the uh, the base layer of uh, Baalbek, for instance, a thousand ton stones that, that we couldn't even lift today. You, you think there is something uh, possibly uh, uh, you know, otherworldly uh, at work that would allow for the construction of, of such massive uh, of, uh, single blocks of stone? Well, we can't do it today with our right. technology. In fact, I, I really, really looked into that because there were the skeptics who go, oh, well, we could always lift something like that. And no, uh, let me tell you what I found. Those those uh, massive, massive stones in Baalbek, uh, there are two, only two uh, cranes in the entire world, one in England, one in, I think, Germany, in Europe, uh, that possibly could even lift those things, Okay. And the key to it is neither one of those cranes are on wheels. They're not mobile. They're stationary. So, you know, there's no evidence that they had stationary cranes there. They obviously moved those stones from quarries miles away. So how did they do that? We don't know. How did they even quarry them? I mean, we can't even quarry something that big today. 
Exactly. Don't have the technology to do it. Exactly. And see, you're just mentioning the Baalbek stones. And oh, and by the way, Baalbek was mentioned, you see, way back in the earliest writings as, as being uh, they, that's been identified as where one of the space facilities were for the Anunnaki. So well, that's where Gilgamesh and, and uh, Anki were going. Exactly. Why would you need those thousand, you know, ton stones so massive? You know, you, you wouldn't want to do that for just building a building. There has to be another purpose for that and being a platform for some sort of space uh, liftoff, you know, is, is as plausible as anything. Well, We've got some go. plausible announcements for you, ladies and gentlemen, coming oh. up. And then our final segment of our visit with Jim Mars, with Gene and Chris, you're in Aircast. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive PowerCast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the PowerCast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a PowerCast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.thepowercast.com, store.thepowercast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children. Stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the PowerCast. You go to store.thepowercast.com. Stop by and take a shopping tour. Now's the time to refresh your home and save at Lumber Liquidator's Spring Flooring Kickoff Sale. Our stores are packed with the latest spring trends, like modern waterproof wood-look flooring. It's up to 34% off. Or choose from more than 200 styles of pre-finished hardwood from $149. Get deals on over 55 varieties of bamboo from $159. More from $0.59. Cents and special financing. The Spring Flooring Kickoff Sale ends Tuesday. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you today. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP hardened generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP hardened solar generator energy insurance. For your family or business, call Portable Solar LLC today. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas. When I was playing ball, they called me the big hurt. But after I left the game, Mother Nature started putting a big hurt on me. I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, it wasn't my fault. 
Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. But luckily, I found out about Nugenics. Nugenics is a unique man-boosting formula powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help boost your free testosterone levels. Get a complimentary bottle now by texting PRIME11 to 42424. With Nugenics, you can feel stronger, leaner, with a lot more stamina and energy. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics is GNC's number one selling men's vitality product. Get a complimentary bottle now by texting PRIME11 to 42424. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. So again, text PRIME11 to 42424. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com. Virtual care anywhere. Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Chris is sounding different. Actually, Chris, I know that you've been suffering from this condition of yours. You are sounding a little bit better, a little bit less hoarse as you progress. Yeah, I, I am. I guess uh, if you don't use it, you lose it. <laughs> He's been lubricating his throat. I wish. Unfortunately, I'm on uh, a whole battery of steroids and antibiotics, and uh, it's just never-ending. I've, I've been battling a, um, a respiratory uh, issue uh, since I quit smoking. <laughs> yeah, Funny how that works. <laughs> That'll do it to you. Yeah, right. Just quit smoking. You'll, you'll, you'll find out about lung issues. <laughs> yeah, that's something else I'd like to quickly mention here is that uh, I'm old enough to remember when there were uh, doctors and famous celebrities like Lucille Ball and Humphrey Bogart, and they're on the TV, they're on the radio, and they're saying, smoke camels, they're good for you. So uh, I'm sure Gene remembers those. So I, and I mentioned that because today everybody wants to know, well, what does the experts say? What does the experts say? Hey, forget the experts. They've been wrong so many times in the past. Right. You know, just think for yourself. <laughs> they haven't necessarily been wrong. They've been compromised and paid off. <laughs> yeah. I remember the Marlboro I don't, I don't man. Care, I don't care how pleasant your face is, you're still wrong. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Well, I also uh, made the mistake when I was I was doing great. I mean, I had I was really well on the road to recovery, and I I went just for breakfast uh, for about a half hour, forty minutes, in the uh, Fort McDowell Casino. Uh, in a restaurant that was uh, smoke-free. And within an hour and a half of being around all that passive smoke, I literally then fell back into uh, a lung infection. I was just amazed at how quickly it happened. And and it's, uh, you know, I've been battling it uh, for almost a week now. I am back on the uh, the path of recovery. But unfortunately, I spent a week in the hospital with pneumonia and influenza A, influenza A. So it's been an interesting beginning of the year for me. <laughs> That reminds me, though, of the guy that went to the doctor and said with a cold and the doctor examined him and he said, OK, doc, what do I do? He says, well, you go home, take a hot bath and then stand in front of the open window. And he says, is that going to cure my cold? 
And the doctor says, no, but I give you pneumonia and we can cure pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you can't cure pneumonia. Once you get it, you never uh, lose it. So uh, that's a little bit of a misnomer, but uh, at least they can treat pneumonia. Can wait treat- a minute. Wait a minute. Now, when I was maybe 25, I had pneumonia, Chris. Does that yep. mean now, 100 years later, I still yeah. have it? Yeah, it's dormant in your lungs. Same with bronchitis. Once you get a lung infection, um, it, all it does is go dormant. Yeah, that's true because I was in the Army at Fort Dix, New Jersey, back in 1969, 70. And well, that's West- right when oh. George Filer said the UFO uh, landed there. Well, I believe it. <laughs> and my lungs have never been the same. Yeah, well, that's New Jersey. I mean, God, that's about as toxic an environment as you can get. And, and poor people that live there. Not only was it cold and sleeting and snowing, but it was right near those uh, uh, petroleum tanks. Refineries, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the stink was terrible. Oh, I know. It's oh, Well, I'm glad I'm off the East Coast. I spent many years there, and I'm now in the uh, center of the exact center of Arizona in the oldest American town, and you'd think that uh, I'd be really super healthy, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah, energy follows thought. You have to have a positive outcome and already lined up uh, in order for it to happen. So, and keep uh, popping massive amounts of vitamin C. Right, right, and zinc too, and magnesium. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's see. We got a couple of other questions here. Um, this one comes from Visby High Folk, who's been a long, long time poster um, here at the Paracast. In fact, he's been posting as as long as uh, since you've been on the show. Uh, back in 2010, and he's wondering, uh, what do you think of the Titanic switch story, which I'm not that familiar with, but I know a little bit about it. Is that a little bit too over the top for uh, discussion, or could there be something uh, to it? I actually, I, when I first heard that one, you know, you know, you, you, because that happened way back there, and all my life I've been told, who's the story of the Titanic? And so when it came up about that sister ship, whose name escapes me at the moment, Anyway, once I really, I looked into that, and yes, I think there's something to that. And again, it's all a money deal. You know, they, uh, they needed to get uh, uh, that uh, ship back into service, uh, and uh, they just, so it just pulled a switcheroo. Uh, it's nothing new. If you go back and look at the sinking of the Lusitania, that was basically arranged. They knew it was. They did not tell the captain and the crew that they were going into sub-infested waters. Uh, the, uh, the Germans actually tried to publish uh, ads in 50 American newspapers saying, "Don't go because they're shipping military uh, munitions uh, on the Lusitania." You know, we can't allow that. So it could be fired upon. You know, so don't go. And none, only one paper somewhere, I think the St. Louis Post-Dispatch or somewhere in the middle of the country, they're the only ones that would run that ad. And then Churchill called off the uh, anti-submarine patrols. Pearl Harbor, same deal. Roosevelt cut off their oil supplies in the summer of 1941, pretty much guaranteeing that they were going to have to move somewhere. They're going to have to tax somebody to get some oil. Then he got word that they were going to attack Pearl Harbor, but he didn't do anything. He allowed it to happen so that a galvanized and irate American public would uh, unify and go into World War II. So it's nothing new. It's just, you know, most of what we think we know is probably wrong. Sounds just like 9-11. Exactly. (laughs) Inside job. 
Well, I love Joseph Farrell's uh, theory that Bush and Cheney and the cabal uh, orchestrated the actual plot by the uh, the Arab uh, Saudi hijackers. And then they were manipulated by an occult group from the, the one percenters or whatever you want to call them, the Illuminati, who then manipulated them uh, much to their shock and horror. Uh, hence, uh, you know, Bush looking like uh, the, the look on his face when he was told, of the first plane hitting the World Trade Center uh, while he's in the class with the kindergartners reading uh, something about a goat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so appropriate. And the look on his face is priceless. Well, yeah. what I like is not once but twice Bush was recorded as saying that before he entered the school, he saw the plane, the first plane hit the... Uh, right, he uh, saw footage. He saw footage of the first plane. He said he saw it before he entered the school. Nobody knew. There was there was nothing. Nobody was recording that one. The French team that recorded the plane hitting the North Tower, that was not known uh, to the public until uh, the next evening. Twice, he says, he saw the plane hit the building and thought, boy, that guy's a terrible pilot. You know, there's been a big accident there before he went to school. I wish somebody would interrogate him about that. Well, I can also say that I, I heard Peter Jennings say when they were trying to find out who was actually in the White House at the time, he said George Herbert Walker Bush was in the White House, which I never heard anybody else uh, mention ever again. Could that have been dismissed speaking? No, no, no. He was very, very emphatic. They knew well, that uh, W was down in Florida. Yeah, they had to get him out of Washington because he was so dumb he might have actually done something to stop it. Jim Morris, please tell us where we can find more of your stuff. Uh, you can get all my books at any bookstore. They'll order them. You can get them at Amazon, obviously. Or you go to my website, jimmars.com. That's J-I-M-M-A-R-R-S, two R's and Mars, uh, dot com. And you get all my books, also DVDs, also uh, a lot of stories that I post that are not mine, but they're stuff that you're probably not going to see on the mainstream corporate media. So, yeah, I would uh, encourage everybody to go take a look at jimmars.com. Also, go check out battlefieldearth.com and check out that audio book. It's really extraordinary. Then go check uh, cityofauroratexas.com to see about me if you might want to come down to Texas uh, in April 22nd for a day-long celebration of the 120th year of the Aurora spaceship crash. Let me tell our listeners also that you can find us on Twitter as the Paracast. You can find Paracast fan clubs on Facebook, two of them. And you can subscribe to the Paracast Plus. Get the After the Paracast podcast, which is an exclusive feature of the Paracast Plus. We also offer a commercial-free version of this show and other benefits, with prices starting at just $1.49 each week. Go to plus, P-L-U-S dot theparacast.com that's T-H-E-P-A-R-A-C-A-S-T dot com plus dot theparacast.com This was, as usual, fun. Jim Mars, thanks for joining us on the Paracast. Well, thank you so much. It's great to be back with you, Gene and, and uh, Chris. It was a real delight talking with you. You've obviously done your homework. Oh, yeah. Featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.